When Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist, he didn't need the graces that that sacrament brought. He didn't need to hear the voice from above to know that he was the beloved son of God the Father. No, brothers and sisters, Christ entered into baptism as an example for all of us to give us a pattern for us to follow after him. On this feast, in this gospel, Jesus institutes the sacrament of baptism at the Jordan. All of the sacraments have their moments in Scripture where we can look back and see Jesus instituting them. The Last Supper is a very good example for the Holy Eucharist. Jesus does something unique and special and then instructs his disciples to carry it on. You could maybe say that this gospel we hear today, combined with Jesus' command at his ascension to his disciples to go out and to baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we know those, these two moments give us Jesus' institution of the sacrament of baptism. And this sacrament is given to us, brothers and sisters, for our benefits. For our benefits. Because baptism represents both the beginning and the end of our faith. It represents the beginning of our faith in that baptism is the very first sacrament that all of us receive. You can't receive any other sacrament in the church without first being baptized. Baptism is also the very first tangible moment of God's grace working in our life. We're being given the gift of faith for the very first time, and it is a gift, and we're cleansed from the life of old. But baptism also represents the end of our lives, of our lives as Christians, because in baptism, we are bestowed the promise of eternal salvation, a promise that's power is only realized in the resurrection of Jesus. Jesus would further tell his disciples, unless you are born again of water and spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Baptism opens up to us the possibility of being with our Lord in eternity in heaven. So it is a tremendous gift, a tremendous, tremendous gift that Jesus gives to the church today in the sacraments of holy baptism. And thankfully, this was a gift that Jesus didn't just keep to himself. Because everything that Jesus did, in baptism in particular, was meant to be given to us as a great gift. And like all of Jesus' gifts, it's important, though, that we put his gifts to proper use. So that we can get the most out of them, and we can receive the most from them. And we can look at the sacrament of baptism in particular and it's an easy one to disregard, unfortunately. It's an easy one to ignore, to put it aside. And that seems like the case for a lot of people. Think of how many people in our world are baptized Christians. I'm not just talking Catholics, not just talking weekly mass goers. Again, you got to remember, baptized Christians, think of how many people that is. Especially because we, we as Catholics recognize the baptism of our Christian brothers and sisters, as long as they use the Trinitarian formula. Think of how many people that is in our world who, at the very least, have been baptized. 
They say there's about 2.5 billion Christians in the world, at least adhering to Christianity. I would say that the number of baptized is bigger even than that. It's a remarkably large number. And yet our world doesn't seem any more holy or virtuous as that number seems to grow. We have so many people who are baptized and yet do not live like they are. It's almost as if people have been given a really, really good gift from Christmas. Like, take, take it back a couple weeks. Think of getting a really, really good gift, knowing what it is inside that wrapping paper, and yet failing to even open up the box, failing even to take the wrapping paper off, failing to even open the gift. That is how so many people look at the sacrament of baptism. They've been given the gift, and yet they don't put it to its proper use. They don't even open up the box. And I think this is the case for a lot of people that we see in our world. And in a lot of us, and even in our own, our own families, you know, we're in the minority, a lot of us, in terms of practicing the faith. You look at family gatherings for a lot of people. For some of us, it might be, you know, we don't pray as often together as a group. And when we do, it seems that more and more people seem to forget words and know what we're doing each time we do it. So many people no longer practice their faith. And they do things like, you know, get married outside the church, and no, the faith no longer has a tangible role in their lives. You know, why is this? Well, I'd say we haven't done the greatest job of teaching the faith over the years. Many people water it down, and others try to sow seeds of confusion here or there. And all of it has the effect of making the baptismal call less real, less concrete, and less worthwhile for someone to live. But brothers and sisters, baptism must be lived out each and every day if, we, if its effects are to truly bear fruits in our souls. Baptism isn't like some magic golden ticket that once we're baptized, we can do whatever the heck we want and we'll get to heaven. That's not, not how it works. Baptism is a mandate to live out the Christian call to holiness with everything that we have. Anything less than that would be not putting the gifts we have been given by God to their proper use. Again, so many people have been given the gift of baptism in faith and haven't even taken it out of the box. It's a tragedy, really, that this gift that contains within it everything we need for eternal salvation People bury it like an ugly sweater. They get it out once or twice a year to make it look like they use it, maybe in front of grandma and grandpa, to make it look like it's a part of our lives and then, and then put it back away. If that is all the use that the gift of baptism gets in our lives, then we haven't even scratched the surface of what we are capable of doing. This baptism demands so much more than what it currently represents for so many people. Baptism demands that we seek holiness, that we embrace God as our Father in Christ, as our Savior, and make receiving God's grace and favor the sole desire of our hearts. So brothers and sisters, on this feast of the baptism of Jesus, let us rejoice that we have been given this immensely rich gift of the sacrament of baptism, the gift that bookends our lives in Christ. May our baptism be meaning and lasting to us, impacting how we live our lives. And may we help others rediscover the joy 
happiness and fulfillment of the gift that is our baptism.